Uh, greetings and welcome to Bible Talk with Muzi Tando. Okay, so today we have a teaching that God has been communicating to me for about three years now. And <laughs> it has been slowly growing and it has been, you know, slowly shaping my life and probing me into action and probing me into uh, coming closer and closer to the will of God and all that. As you might have read from the title of this message, that today we'll be talking about milk. Uh, we'll be talking about milk. I believe that we all know what milk is, and we all know the importance of milk. As a young baby, milk is very essential for the growth and the survival of the baby. Milk is very essential i remember reading an article where they shared that uh back in the day uh nestle um nestle actually convinced african mothers to not feed their babies their breast milk but rather their formula and those many of those children they died from malnutrition and other complications because their formula could not be a substitute for the God-given uh, breast milk that those mothers could have provided for those kids. So milk is very important for a baby, for this young growing child. Milk is very important, be it a baby horse, a baby dog or whatever. That milk is very, very much essential for the growth of this young baby. Alright, so we know that you understand that. So how does that come into, you know, our journey with Christ and everything? Um, milk is also very essential for us as, um, as Christians. You know, when we are young Christians or just, just uh, new born again Christians, we require this now spiritual milk, if I may say. These teachings that are like milk to a young believer to make our bones strong, to help us grow, to help us develop. Hallelujah. Because without that foundational milk, foundational um, spiritual food, spiritual milk, we become very much, um, you know, malnourished Christians, and we catch diseases pretty quickly. And I'm talking about all kinds of diseases, be it physical diseases or spiritual attacks and all those kind of things we catch them on pretty quickly so we, we become very weak christians if we don't have much of this milk and my message today though um i am not this message today is not for the young believer this message today is not for the new born again christian my message today is not is not for those who this is their first time walking with christ because okay because today I'm, uh, I'm actually talking against milk and me talking against milk I'm not I, I just said this milk is very essential but there comes a time there comes a time where sucking on your mother's breast becomes something disgusting imagine a 10 year old boy or girl sucking on his or her mother's breast in public at the age of 10 that is something that is disgusting that is nasty that is something that should not be because that 10 year old should now be eating solid foods 
and if that 10 year old would continue on that milk that 10 year old would become a very weak 10 year old because there comes a stage where your diet ought to change what you're feeding from ought to change and become something stronger more solid food so if a baby is strong enough now from the milk that baby then grows teeth do they not the baby grows teeth so they can now can because now they can do what they can eat solid food they can chew solid food and this doesn't mean that the milk was not important the milk was very much important was it not so today I'm t I'll be talking about now us in our journey with Christ when is that point where it becomes disgusting for us to be still sucking on this spiritual milk because the, 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 the time does come and we will be proving that today by scriptures we will be reading scriptures all right the first scripture that i want us to read is uh the book of first corinthians chapter three uh let's read uh from verse one to four it reads like this brothers and sisters i could not address you as people who live by the spirit but as people who are still worldly men infants in christ all right so here we have apostle paul bringing this metaphor that now the, the church of Corinth, he cannot talk to them with people who are living in spirit. So now we can assume that this spiritual level that he's talking about, it is something higher. Because now he says that um, he can only talk to them as still worldly, meaning a, a, you know, a below level. They are still infants in Christ. Hallelujah. They are still infants in Christ. Let's continue reading. I gave you milk not solid food for you was not yet ready for it so now we see that you know at this solid food there comes a level when one becomes ready for it the same way as a, as a babe as a child as an infant are from sucking on their mother's tits they they grow this milk helps them grow they develop these teeth and then then comes a time when they are ready now for what? For solid food. So now we here we have Apostle Paul now using this metaphor to the church of Corinth and said they are still like mere infants and they have not grown. Hallelujah. They have not grown. They have not developed these teeth. They are not yet ready for solid food. Hallelujah. I mean, they have, they, they, they are, hallelujah, in their lives, they, this milk, they haven't pretty much taken enough of it. Oh, it is not being activated in their lives. They, they, are, they don't appear to be infants that have been feeding on this milk. They don't show the signs of being ready for solid food. They are still worldly. Hallelujah. Alright, let's continue reading. Indeed, you are still not ready. You are still worldly. For since there is jealousy and quarreling among you, are you not worldly? So now, I'm getting this. Jealousy and quarreling is a thing of infants, is it not? The same thing as, uh, I, I, I'm making an example, the same thing as maybe, you know, defecating yourself and wetting yourself is a thing of infants, is it not? Alright, cool. 
And please do note, this doesn't mean that an older person is incapable of doing this to themselves, is incapable of, of defecating on themselves or, or, or wetting themselves. It, it doesn't mean that they're not capable. But an older person will know better, will know an appropriate place where they can, you know, relieve themselves. Hallelujah. Let's continue reading. Are you not acting like mere humans? All right. So now, acting like mere humans, acting worldly, hallelujah, in this walk with Christ, Apostle Paul identifies that as being an infant. For when one says, I follow Paul, and another, I follow Apollos, are you not mere human beings? So now, the division and the quarreling and all these things that is plaguing the church of Corinth. Apostle Paul identifies it as infantry, identifies it as, you know, elementary stuff, things of the beginning, things of people who are still worldly, inf- um, things that are, you know, baby things, things that a baby should be doing, things that are expected from a baby. Hallelujah. And <laughs> so which means that now Paul continues to teach in the book of Corinthians. Paul will continue to teach now these babies, these infants. And if you have read the book of 1 Corinthians, you read that he talks about the gift of the Spirit. He's talking to infants, talking about the gift of the Spirit. Um, he, he teaches on love. He's talking to infants, teaching them about love. Meaning that the book of Corinthians is pretty much the basics. Hallelujah. Meanwhile, the book of Corinthians is pretty much the basics. It is equivalent to a young child or young baby. Still absorbing milk from their mother's breast. Yes, it is essential, but that is not the final level. There is something more, there is growth, there is something beyond. And here Paul is speaking with disappointment. That how can you still be defecating yourself? How can you still be quarreling among yourself? How can you still be wetting yourself? How can there still be jealousy among you? I was expecting to see teeth, people ready for solid food. And because you are still mere infants, you are still worldly, you are still acting like babies, men that know you are still ready for solid food, I have to continue feeding you milk. Hallelujah. I made an example earlier about a 10-year-old still sucking on his or her mother's breast. And we can all agree, that is a nasty image. Imagine somebody who is uh, at the age of 15 years old, 20 years old, still sucking on their mother's breast. That is just nasty, is it not? Then how then are we being blinded from ourselves in this walk with, in this walk with Christ? We can claim that you've been saved for 10 years, 20 years, and yet you are still drinking milk. When will you be ready for solid food? You are still struggling with wetting yourself. You are still struggling with jealousy. 
You are still fighting division. You are still, hallelujah, messing up your pants. So which means the 10 years you've been saved, the 20 years you've been saved means nothing because you have not grown. You are still a mere infant. Hallelujah. All right, let's go read the book of Hebrews. The book of Hebrews, uh, chapter 6, verse 1 to 3. The book of Hebrews, chapter 6, verse 1 to 3. The book of Hebrews, chapter 6, verse 1 to 3. Uh, this message right here is a call a call to action a call for you to grow up because seriously you can't tell me you've been saved for over 20 years and you're still sucking on milk you're still wetting yourself you are still dealing with the very same things that a hallelujah a believer that is born just today is still dealing with It is adorable for a new believer to be asking childish questions. It's adorable for a new believer, you know, to tell you about, you know, the baby's things, baby stuff. It is unsightly and, and almost unbearable to deal with an old Christian that still does not know where to poop. Uh, let's read Hebrews. Hallelujah. God is good. God is wonderful. Uh, Hebrews chapter 6 verse 1 to 3. It reads like this. Uh, the book of, of Hebrews. There is no. How do I put it? There is no signature on it. So we. Uh, this, there is no definite uh, thing that can tell us that you know what it is Apostle Paul who wrote this so people some do say it's Apostle Paul because of how it was how he wrote it how it's written but he doesn't actually say that you know what it is I Paul writing to you know Hebrews all right so it reads like this Hebrews 6, verse 1 to 3. Therefore, let us move beyond the elementary teachings about Christ and be taken toward and be taken forward to maturity. Hallelujah. Can you hear me? Are you hearing me? Let me read that again. Therefore, let us move beyond the elementary teachings about Christ and be taken forward to maturity. There is no teaching about Christ that is not necessary. There is no teaching about Christ that is not important for a growth of a young believer. Please do not, do, do not um, misquote me on this. But there comes a time, the same as with a child sucking on their mother's breast, there comes a time where the child must grow up and grow teeth and eat solid food. Hallelujah. So now, <laughs> let me read that again 
Therefore, let us move beyond the elementary teachings about Christ and be taken forward to maturity. Not laying again the foundation of repentance from acts that lead to death. Did you hear that? Not laying again the foundation of repentance from acts that lead to death. Saying to a toddler, to, 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 to you know, a, a baby that just learned to crawl. No, don't touch that. It is hot. You even say that to make you make these noises, right? So the baby can understand because the baby is you no, know, doesn't understand language uh, as well yet. You say, shh, 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 don't go there, don't touch that. What sense then does it make if I, then I go to a pulpit within a, in a crowd of Christians that have been saved 15 years, 20 years, 10 years, or whatever, and be saying to them, shh, 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 don't touch that. That is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he adds here, of all these elementary teachings, Remember what I said, milk is very important for, me, for, for a young baby. It is very important, it is essential. If a young baby does not receive this milk, that young baby may die. Hallelujah. Same as a young believer. Young believer not receiving these kinds of teachings, they can die. But there comes a time for maturity if they have already, hallelujah, after they have received this, they grow up, they grow out of these elementary teachings. We have acts that lead to death. Turn away from sin, repent. Essential message for a baby. Don't touch that. Shh, shh, shh. Shh, baby, don't touch that. Essential for a baby. It's madness to be telling that to a 20 year old. And of faith in God. And of faith in God. Trusting in God. Have faith in God. That is essential for a young baby. So you have faith in God. Teaching about faith. What is faith? And how to have faith in God. Because the very beginning of salvation. You ought to believe. Hallelujah. The very... The, the, the starting point of salvation you ought to believe in God you ought to believe in the word that God has done through our Lord Jesus Christ believe that he, God raised him from the dead believe that he was the son of God believe he had died for your sins that's the very first thing the very first thing Have faith in God. Instructions about cleansing rites. Hallelujah. The very, the very first things that you are no longer of the world. Old rituals no longer apply to you. The very first things. The laying on of hands. 
every young believer essential essential the truths of how the church operates and all that hallelujah how a christian should be those are the things that we teach babies babies this is how we live in this house maybe not in the advanced manner but baby uh-uh don't go there uh-uh don't do this uh-uh don't put that in your mouth uh-uh and it's, those are the basics those are the uh the elementary teachings as here um you know paul uh let me call him paul let me say paul paul is putting them as i said earlier there is no nobody uh there is no actual signature on who actually wrote this but you know for the sake of argument let's say paul paul is putting it here and saying that you know what this elementary teachings of repentance from earthly to death uh, and of faith in God, instructions about cleansing rites, the laying on of hands, and the resurrection of the dead, and the eternal judgment. Hallelujah. All those things are things that we tell a young babe, a young Christian. Hallelujah. That's why you tell them about all those things. You know, there's damnation, you know, there, there, there is hell, there's all these things. Don't touch this, don't go there. These are the dangers sit like this this is how you eat you know all those things those are all elementary teachings uh, they are important do not mistake me on that they are very important for a baby for a baby if you have been in Christ for all this time and you are still sucking milk you are still having trouble on where to defecate. You are still wetting yourself. You are a nasty, nasty, nasty person. Sorry to say, but it's, it's just a horrible sight. Those just show signs of retardation. Not being uh, all together there upstairs. You are a person with special needs. In Christ. Maybe that's why in your lives there are so many flies. The, the Bible says that the, um, uh, Beelzebub, Satan, is the lord of flies. Maybe that's why things of Satan, they are, you know, they, 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 they play easily around you. Because you stink, you have that stench. You don't know where to defecate. You are defecating on yourself. You are filthy. That's why you have flies and all these things just buzzing around you. You're still sucking on milk. You have not grown. Even after all these years. You have milk stains on your shirts. Hallelujah. And now because you're so grown up, you, you, you don't allow people to actually clean you up. Actually, nobody wants to clean you up. Who wants to be changing strangers? Hallelujah. A diaper of a, of, of a, a 25-year-old stranger. And by saying 25 years old, I mean I don't mean you are 25 years old. I mean you have been in Christ for over 25 years old. How can then I, who has been saved for like 12 years, come and change your diaper? Because to you, I, 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 I'm a Gohai. I'm a junior to you. I'm a junior to you. You will not allow me to change your diaper because of pride and all the other things, right? And the point is. There should not be a need for anybody to be changing your diaper. You should, by now, you should know where to defecate. You should not be wetting yourself. Flies should not be so easily surrounding you. 
Your life should, 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 um, should not, is not supposed to be this nasty and disgusting. And filled with shame and all these things from the enemy. The reason is, you never move forward to maturity. You know what? It's, 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 it's amazing how you, you see, uh, I usually see on TV, you hear this preacher talking about elementary stuff, grade one stuff, you know, baby stuff. And you hear people standing up and clapping like, yes, 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 yes. It's like a baby, see a baby, you can do a damn thing uh, for a baby. Say, pick a boo, pick a boo. A baby will, you will rejoice over that. Will rejoice over that baby. The reason why so many so-called Christians have been led away, they're being led away by false prophets and all this kind of things, it is because they have not grown to maturity. They are still babies. They don't know what truth is. They are not ready for it. They are easily deceived. Because they don't know what truth is. And they don't want to know it. They don't want to grow. They still clap if somebody says pick a boo. There is a stage where it is, it is where, when it is appropriate for you to smile and dance when somebody says pick a boo when you are a baby. People clapping hands when they hear a message and repentance. Hallelujah. People clapping hands and singing, saying hallelujah when they, when they are being preached to or being taught about having faith in God. No, tell me, are you still, are you still, 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 still getting so excited by such elementary things? I'm not saying those things are not important. They are very important for a baby. We should be, hallelujah, there should be a stage of maturity. Uh, taking from 1 Corinthians chapter 3, uh, and those early verses them that now that he, he can longer talk he can he can't talk to them you know as people who live in the spirit meaning there is a stage where we are in the spirit where we are in the spirit experiencing new things where having faith in God is just the standard that's just where we are we we already have faith in God we don't hallelujah this should be a term when repentance, we are no longer repenting maybe from things of the world. Um, our repentance, is not, we are not being told to repent from, uh, you know, small things like dating, drinking and drugs and all those kind of things. We, we, we have way outgrown those things. Now we are repenting on maybe what kind of solid food that you ought to be eating. Alright, let me address this part. This solid food part. What is this solid food then? What is this solid food? Jesus Christ actually said that um, I think it was a time when he Should I go look for this? Uh, it might take some time. Okay, I, I think there's a book of John. I think chapter 6 
where he talks about the way he like uh, fed people and everything and he was asked about what he was going to eat and then he shared something that his meat was doing the will of the father <laughs> hallelujah that his meat was doing the will of the father which meaning the solid food is actually doing the will of god hallelujah the milk is hallelujah you receiving you being taught who god is with you being taught to repent is you being taught to have faith those are elementary teaching those are the hallelujah all those teachings are the beginning which are very good for a baby for a person who has just been hallelujah being saved to christ a young child a baby they are very good but then there should come a time hallelujah do you think that jesus christ was constantly being taught or being being reminded to your faith in god no that's where he was that's where he lived and you can tell from Hallelujah. Him from constantly going away and praying to God because he had a relationship with God. He was one with God and he knew the will of God. And his meat now, his solid food, was doing the will of the Father. We have so many unproductive Christians today. Hallelujah. Because they're still sucking on milk. You come to a church, you present solid food. Everybody looks at you like you're crazy. Some might even say you're from the devil or something. Hallelujah. The church today is so, I'm sorry to say, so useless. Orphans are sleeping in the streets with no way to sleep, with nowhere to go. Because nobody has the ability or the capacity to listen to God and do the will of God in this world. Yes, we pray, may your, uh, um, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And yet, nobody is willing out to step out of the milk. Hallelujah. Nobody is willing to step out and grow teeth and actually go to now eating the solid food which our Lord Jesus Christ said it is doing the will of the Father. Because we are all sucking on the milk. We are all still in the elementary teachings. Repent, repent, repent. Have faith, have faith, have faith. I'm having faith. I, I, I'm repenting. How long are you going to repent and have faith? How long are you going to be sucking that milk? When are you going to start being productive in the knowledge of Christ? When are we going to see the fruits of the Spirit in your life? You've been saved for over 30 years. And you're still struggling with jealousy? And you're still quarreling about who to follow? Hallelujah. <laughs> I really did not want to get like this spot yeah and I had so many scriptures I had so many scriptures that I still wanted to share but I see now that I've talked like over 30 minutes and yeah it should not be this way I had done a teacher I don't preach I was supposed to teach a lot of scriptures that how to actually be you know how to actually eat solid food but this really, really grinds my gears. This really, really grinds my gears.
it it really it really it 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 does me in it really does me in it really does me in um coming to maybe uh coming together with other christians and then you think that you know what we'll be sharing stories about how we will leave the will of god today how 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 what, what we did and everything and and everybody is not is not you know nobody is into the action everybody's into the talking you know those who know me they know i teach about love i teach about love quite a lot i teach about uh love and submission to the will of god quite a lot and after i've taught about love i really don't want to come back and teach about love to the very same person if i can no their person then out to leave that kind of love by example show it do it I can't be teaching I can't be teaching people to give all the time. Hallelujah. <laughs> There's a time and a place for everything. There's a procedure and all that for everything. And even the natural life of a human being. Uh uh, uh there's a there is what is appropriate for like i once asked this um to a class that i i, I taught uh, was it two two weeks ago i said to the younger younger believers that as a younger believer do not look what don't look at the capabilities of those who are older in you in christ and then trying to always be reaching for that you you're gonna fall you're gonna crash same way as a young you know a young baby a toddler you know you might hurt yourself and adults may be able to take you know a to make themselves tea but if a toddler tries to do that they might burn themselves they might burn themselves with the hot water so do what is right for you what is appropriate for you at that age at that time and if you don't know if you do not know what those things are if you have an um, a responsible adult around you they'll be telling you they'll be teaching you on what to actually do right they'll be teaching you and telling you how, what, what to actually do and then that's how you're gonna grow and then there will come a time where you'll be able to make yourself a cup of tea when you are old enough when you're strong enough and so which means that in the same household you have people who are stronger than others, who are more capable than others, and the young ones who, you know, are less is expected from them because of their size. The same way in the house of God, and that's how it is. I am not fighting against this message is being preached altogether. This message is out to be preached as the same as having a toddler in your household. That toddler, you tell the toddler, you, you tell the toddler, you know what? Don't touch this. But it does not mean that because I have told the told that I have told the toddler to not touch this, that's what we all say in this household. When we talk as adults, we say, don't touch this. Shh, 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 shh. No. See, there's there's insanity there. So it's meaning that now in the same household, with the same goal, the same beliefs, the message then is different between who is talking to whom and whom is talking to whom and the expectations are different you understand the food that is being prepared is different 
for the young ones they eat this the the, the, the milk and the, the baby stuff to help them grow that is not the food that you give an adult if you give an adult the very same food that adults will be, mal, will be malnourished that's why we see a lot of older Christians falling into the world because they are not being fed not just that they're not being fed, they are still eating the milk and it's, it becomes disgusting. If now the, 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 the babies and the adults, they're all behaving the same, they're all being fed the same, there's something wrong with that picture. There's something totally wrong with that picture. Hallelujah. Because we are not equal now, isn't it? And I think it's one of my main arguments about uh, us Christians just fellowshipping and meeting and sharing the word just maybe once every Sunday It can't really be it. It can't really be can't, can't really be it, it, it just does not make much sense Because what will then happen we're gonna we will have this awkward moment where on Sunday uh, a woman will share womanly wisdom you know about how to keep or manage their husband, a husband or whatever, they'll be sharing that on, you know, that one Sunday. And that one Sunday is that one Sunday where this young believer is supposed to be coming, you know, to be receiving something from God, to be eating something. And this is what is being shared. And, you know, it's, it, 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 you know, it, it, it's, 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 it's a massive system. It's a massive system. And without maybe, as I said before, a responsible adult a responsible adult will tell the baby shh and will do what is expected from them and they'll be eating solid food they'll cook their own solid food and eat that they'll be not be also uh, see a mother also also feeding on her own breast milk it's just nasty it's just nasty so <laughs> what exactly am i saying i'm saying that not just us individually we start moving forward to maturity but also our way of worship our way of fellowshipping it should also move forward in maturity it should mature it should mature i don't like quoting the world but there's this famous saying of einstein doing um that insanity is doing the same thing over and over again expecting different results you know, it's, it's, he said it's, it's insanity. Our way of fellowshipping and progressing is really out to mature and move forward in maturity. If on, I don't know, if we meet on Sundays and it's everybody on Sundays, and then, which means we gotta have food that is good for everybody, right? A good for a young babe to eat and food that is maybe good snack for the the grown-ups but that must not be the final meal you know that baby is going to have that baby still need will need more other other milk to help, to help their baby grow more milk for them to grow and the grown-ups will need to eat some solid food do they not they ought to be doing the will of god because i'm telling you one person like you know one group of people one group of people will be malnourished they can't all prosper in the system where they are all being fed the same thing 
they can all prosper. If I am being told to repent and repent and repent each and every Sunday, woo, I would probably, you know, just like, well, what else? What else is there? I have repented. What else is there? That's why it is very much important for the entire fivefold ministry to be active in our, our congregations. It should be active. Right now, as I'm speaking, I have this hunger. I, I feel like I, I, I have this hunger in my life. I, I need an apostle in my life. I need an apostle in my life. Not somebody who says they're an apostle. No, I don't need that. I need a, a true apostle in my life. Somebody with a vision of God. Somebody who is, hallelujah, somebody who is in charge, who God has made in charge of his move, of his movement. Hallelujah. Somebody who knows the move of God and somebody who is who can work well with the leaders and can identify where to go and how to go about things. Somebody who can groom me on, on the place and the aspects where I'm where I'm not well groomed. I have a hunger of this solid food of doing the will of God. Of doing the will of God. And as I continue to grow like this, there are things I'm going to learn the hard way. The same way as, um, as, as an orphan. An orphan learns things the hard way because they have no responsible adults in their lives. So they will learn, they will grow, but they will learn things the hard way. And how, why then should I learn the hard way if I'm not the very first Christian? Where are the responsible adults that have come before me who have done this before you understand where are they to groom the younger ones where are the responsible adults who who have the eyes to notice and see that you no know one this one has started to grow teeth this one is ready for solid food let me prepare that for him until he grows i will prepare the solid food for him and feed him until he grows enough to feed himself until he grows enough to be able to prepare it for himself until then comes a stage where he can feed others it is exhausting it is exhausting i'm telling you it's exhausting and draining going in circles of this milk people around you are drowning in milk repentance have faith repentance have faith when are you going to repent and just have this faith and then move on to maturity and start doing the will of God you know you have one person does one good thing and they are going to brag about it for years. Infants, mere infants, mere humans, still in the world. Uh, <laughs> um, it seems we are going to have a part two of this. I don't want to call it a teaching. It was pretty much a rant uh, at this point. I rented, I shared my thoughts, and yeah, so hopefully the second um, 
The second one will not be a, 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 a rant, it will be actually a lesson, we will be going deep into the scriptures. But, God bless you all.